Hey there, amazing ones. Welcome to this episode of Magnify Your Magic with Carly Anna, the podcast that reminds you to just be more of yourself. I'm so excited to dive into today's episode with you. And as always, I invite you to share, like, subscribe, do all the things that you know will help to get this message out to more people. I would absolutely adore it if you could do that if it feels right for you. So settle in, grab a cup of tea, get comfy, and let's start the exploration. Hello, legends. Okay, so I'm coming at you today with a little excerpt from a program an immersion, an experience, a life-altering and awareness-bringing immersion that I have out in the world at the moment. Uh, the program is called The Shift Radical Self-Responsibility. And it is one of the most comprehensive programs, actually the most comprehensive and robust and... Mm, deep and delicious program I've ever created. I'm really proud of it. And we are about halfway through the open cart for that program. And it's been an absolute delight to welcome in the women who've chosen to jump into this space to actually shift the way they see the world, the way they see themselves and understand themselves and to shift their behaviors, their thought patterns, their mindset, their energy, to bring about really robust and sustainable change in their world, to be able to take radical self-responsibility for how their life is going, for their health, for their wealth and abundance, their relationships, their career, or their businesses, their soul's work, their happiness, their joy, their contentment, their peace, their fulfillment, that's what this program is about. And it's just so, so beautiful to watch the women coming into this space. And so I was sitting here thinking about, to be honest, how I can bridge the gap for those of you who are wanting something like this, who are yearning for a path, some guideposts on how to walk yourself back to yourself to understand how your brain works and why the same old shit keeps happening to you. And I was thinking like, how do I bridge this gap? Because it's here for you. I've created it. It's an epic experience. There's 30 plus short videos, so many different resources in there. It's really, as I said, very, very comprehensive and, um, and robust. But there's so many of you that won't take the leap or, or you know, for whatever reason, you're just like, ah, there's doubts, there's, there's things that, you know, that maybe don't make sense to you or you can't see how it can help you. And so I'm like, right, well, I'm going to share an excerpt. I'm going to talk to you about a concept, one of just one of the many concepts within the program that we dive into. And today I thought I would choose the concept of strong, loving boundaries and the importance of creating these boundaries in your life for yourself and for those around you so that you can feel really held and safe because that is a very fundamental need for human beings 
okay? When we look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, all right, we look at basic survival levels. Let you know, level is the base, it's the foundation, like food, shelter, water, warmth. They are the basics, but also it is safety, feeling safe. Uh, and feeling comfortable and feeling heard and held in your life. These are really, really fundamental to the human spirit, to evolution, to growth, to thriving life. So let me dive in. We'll, we'll jump into this straight up. Um, and I would, as always, love for you to share this with anyone that you think it would support. And I'd love to hear feedback as well on what you think of this concept of, of, of boundaries and setting strong respectful, clear, and loving boundaries. So boundaries is often a term that we, we talk about when we think of children um, or someone that we're training or something that we're training, maybe even like a puppy dog or an animal of some sort. We think about boundaries, like what are the boundaries that we need to set so that they know what's acceptable and what's not acceptable, what's allowed, what's not allowed, what's appropriate, what's inappropriate. But we often, we often fail to see the importance of boundaries as we grow, boundaries and then boundaries as adults and the boundaries that are really crucial to be set so that we are safe as adults. Now, when I say safe, I mean physically safe, of course, but also and probably more so emotionally and psychologically safe. So boundaries are vital for a feeling of safety, comfort, and being held. So when we look at childhood development and milestones, we see that children thrive in environments that feel safe and certain. Um, you know, children that know what's coming in their day, that's really helpful for their brains. It's really helpful for their nervous system to be regulated and in my previous life, when I worked as a family services worker with some of the most neglected and traumatized children in Australia, you know, I would all, it, was, it was super obvious the, the homes where there were loving boundaries or any boundaries at all and the homes where there was none. So what we saw where there was too much chaos or ever changing rules and regulations, moving boundaries, we saw children that felt really unsafe and, and not held, that were confused and overwhelmed because their internal world was chaotic enough. They needed their external world to feel quite safe. And so as I'm talking through this for a child, I, I'd love for you to tap into your own inner children and even to just tap in right now as an adult, how, how does that feel in your body when I say that? If there's so much chaos outside of you and then there's chaos inside of you, confusion, doubt, fear, how do you feel? Do you feel safe? Do you feel comfortable? Is it a nice feeling? Do you feel supported? Do you feel held? Do you feel seen? If you're chaotic inside or there's something going on in your personal life, but there's, there's some strong boundaries around you, there's some really great respectful relationships around you, do you feel like you can navigate the world a lot easier? I'm going to assume that you're all saying yes to that last question. And so as little people, we need our carers to be solid. We need our carers to be wise and kind in their boundaries, but to be firm and loving. We do absolutely need that because then it gives us something to regulate against. It gives us something to bounce off. We know where, where we, where we fit, where we sit. 
okay um we know we know how to and I, this isn't about you know putting us in a box or training us but it is we know we know how to be in the world because of boundaries because of boundaries yet yet as i say all of that what we learned often as children that we learned that our boundaries that we set for ourselves are often not listened to okay so whilst we need external boundaries we also need to be able to set our own boundary and to be able to say no to certain things to know what we will stand for and not stand for what we will tolerate what we won't tolerate what we will let in what we won't let in we need to know that as little people and we need to know that because it sets us up as adults to be able to set strong boundaries but what we see now is a generation my generation of women in particular because that's who i work with but men too that really struggle to set boundaries because as a little person if you did set a boundary it was generally violated over and over and over and so what we learn and internalize there is that our boundaries are permeable that people can penetrate them that others can come through our boundary and do whatever the hell they like that it actually really doesn't matter what we feel or what we want to happen others have the right to impose themselves into our lives okay so this is some of the internalization that i see um, with women as adults when when i'm mentoring so think about to give you an example think about how many times you may have you know as a child let's 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 use food as an example you might have stated as a child that you absolutely detest eating pumpkin and yet every night or every second night you were told it's good for you and it was served up to you and you were made to sit at the table and eat it multiple times a week forced it forced yet to force it down your throat so what you internalized there was well i ate all my other damn veggies this is just one that tastes absolutely disgusting to me but it doesn't matter what i say i'm i'm my boundary is being violated it's being crossed it's being ignored it's being stomped on Another example is, um, you know, when you were made to kiss Nana Mary or Auntie Joan um, at family gatherings, even when you didn't want to, and you were told that it was polite and it was expected and that she expected it and that you'd hurt her feelings if, if you didn't do it. And so again, you in internalize that, well, I've got a body boundary here. I don't want to kiss her. I don't want her kissing me. And yet I'm not heard. Yeah. And then think maybe in later in life, did you have any experiences when you're in your adolescence where maybe you didn't want to kiss the boy or the girl, you didn't want to hold the hands, you didn't want to get in the car with someone, but you did it anyway, because everyone was egging you on, calling you names, calling you soft if you didn't do it, right? There was a lot of peer pressure and a lot of expectation. And so you just overrode that boundary or you did have a strong boundary. You said no, and someone else violated that. Like these are all the experiences that we have that we accumulate as we grow that show us that, well, maybe it's not worth even setting a boundary. And if I do set it, no one's going to listen to me anyway. So these constant boundary crossings really condition you to expect them and allow them, even when everything inside you is saying a very, very clear no. So, so after all of that, now you're an adult and you're primed to allow people to walk all over you. You're very conditioned to allow people to treat you poorly, to overrule your decisions. And really that 
to violate your sovereignty. Okay, so someone else is allowed to do whatever they like to you because that's the way it is. So if, we, if we're really going to explore how we can shift and take radical self-responsibility, we must not fall into the trap here of blaming others for crossing our boundaries. We must take ownership of the fact that we've been conditioned in a certain way. We've got some beliefs that are setting us up to, to, um, to experience this violation and that the only way that this is going to move is if we start to practice putting more boundaries in place, standing firm in them. We start to learn the skills of respectful boundary setting um, and how we, yeah, how we stand firm in them, how we keep them solid. Because what I can, what I often see here as well is where women will come and say things like, well, you know, my mum, she just walks into my house. She judges everything that I do. She hates the way I parent my kids. She just dumps all this crap on me that I don't care about from the family drama. And she's this and she's that. She talks over me, da, 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 da. Now that's absolutely true. And we validate that. But the question also to ask if this is going to shift and change, who's going to do it? Well, it's me. It's me. Like it's radical self-responsibility. I have to change this. I have to set up some boundaries here. Okay. And yes, there's a bit of shifting and releasing and healing that needs to happen alongside this, but you can actually start today to start, you know, to think about what are my values? What is my boundary here? What will I allow? What won't I allow? And how do I communicate that clearly? You know, um, in relationships we hear, you know, well, well, he, he just made me say yes to the date. Like he just kept pursuing me and texting me. And I just, you know what? I'm just going to go out for dinner with him because I, he just keeps asking me. Like, Well, hang on. You've clearly said no, you don't want to. Why are you allowing him to continue to come into your space in that way? You know, and some people will be like, but, but, you know, that's kind of like victim blaming Carly. I'm like, no, absolutely not. But also... Like you need to own that you haven't actually potentially set a clear boundary. You haven't said no really clearly. You haven't potentially blocked him on your phone. Like there's so much you can do in that space, right? Now I'm not obviously talking about stalking or, um, you know, aggression or anything like that. But if someone's sort of persisting and, and I ask you the question, have you actually set a boundary have you actually said no? And you're like, yeah. And then I said, how? I always ask, how? How did you say no? Oh, I just said I was busy this week. Well, that's not fair because he's going to ask you next week, right? We have to be really self-honest here. Self, self, have that self-reflection and that and that real robust honesty to go. Have I actually clearly set an set an set a boundary here? We often project our blame onto somebody else because they overtook our boundary when we haven't set the actual freaking boundary. Um, you know, she always ignores what I say. He guilts me into things like, okay, have you set a boundary? Have you said to them, I will not discuss this with you. I will not talk to you and express to you how I'm feeling. If you're going to ignore me, I'm just actually not going to engage in a conversation with you. Um, I don't stand for being guilted into things. So I'm absolutely happy to have an open conversation and you to, you know, give me your side of the story and to ask me for what you desire, but I'm not going to be guilted into it. I don't stand for that. Right. So you actually have to get really clear on these conversations. And this is what we're going to really dive into in this program. So, you know, by staying in a place of like blaming the other all the time and projection, 
we can never have full access to our own power. We are always then just giving away our power. We, we never fully own how we are showing up in the encounters or the interactions. Now, if you've set a clear boundary, I want to be really clear here. If you've set a clear boundary, if you've said to someone, I no longer want to talk to you about this subject. I want to be friends with you or, you know, obviously I want to be in a relationship with you and I love you and I, I respect you and I want to have an incredible relationship with you. But I just, we cannot talk about this because every time we do, you yell at me or you degrade me or you whatever, judge me. So I'm willing to do this, but I'm not willing to do this. When you set that clear boundary, you are fully owning your power in that relationship. But if you set a clear boundary and that person keeps overriding it and overriding it and overriding it, I'm not saying that you're wrong there. I'm not saying you're projecting. I'm going to say you need to make a decision about whether you stay in relationship with that person. That then becomes the choice. I've clearly set a boundary. I've been very, very honest with you. You keep stepping over it. I'm no longer willing to engage with you. Okay. So this is the power that comes when you get really clear on your boundaries and you lovingly and respectfully and calmly express them to, to the other person. Now, what often happens here is that the other person will react. They will animate in some way. It could be anger. It could be a sense of rejection. They could throw a tantrum. They could, um, they could wipe you and say, well, stuff you. Like, if you're not going to let me, you know, inverted commas, if you're not going to let me yell at you or guilt you or judge you or criticize you or attack you or, you know, gaslight you, I'm out of here. Like, they could absolutely do that. You need to be prepared for that in relationships. Um, and so you, I guess, need to also prepare yourself for that fact. Like, I don't know how they'll react and I have no control over that, but I do know that this needs to happen for my boundary. Okay. Um, so what often arises here too is the good girl archetype. This comes into play here. As we feel, we are, all of us actually feel quite uncomfortable setting boundaries, I believe, because we were never role modeled, well, in general, most of us were never role modeled how to do this in a respectful way. We were never really role modeled to just really in a loving, calm way, ask for what we need or say no without it becoming this big thing or creating a scene. And so the good girl archetype that lives in most women now, it, there is this, but I don't want to, I don't want to start something. I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to create a scene. I don't want to upset someone or offend somebody. But again, what we're doing there is we're placing our power outside of ourselves and we're putting someone else's needs and comfort levels ahead of our own. Okay. And this will wear you down. This will burn you out. This will, this will suffocate your soul over your lifetime. We must set our boundaries firmly. We must maintain them. We must keep them really strong and, and tended to and solid. We must express them clearly to the people around us. If it impacts them, we must. Or we end up bitter, angry, a shell of ourselves because we continually self-abandon and we continually allow people into our sacred space. So in the shift program, we ask ourselves really powerful, potent questions to bring the power back inside. This whole program is about self-sovereignty and really turning the mirror on ourselves and going, what, what, 
what part am I playing in this dynamic, right? So in this case, radical self-awareness means asking ourselves, was my boundary clear? Did I communicate it so it was actually heard? Yeah, and if it wasn't strong or if you didn't communicate it well, then you have to look at yourself and ask yourself, what can I do here to make it clear? What can I do here so it, like it is actually heard and it lands? Yeah, set the boundary, make it clear, make it loving. Keep the connection if that's what you, you desire. Keep that connection. You know, I love, I love being friends with you. I really, I respect you. I appreciate you. Excuse me. I want you in my life. But here is my boundary. <coughs> Excuse me. Here is my boundary. So then if they overstep it, as we've spoken about previously, you have, an, you have, a, you have a decision to make there. Do you cut them off? Do you distance yourself a little bit more? Do you have a conversation with them about it? But remember, the first thing to do is to take it always back to you to do the work and own your boundaries. You'll generally find when you're really clear and kind, maybe they'll have a little bit of, a, as I said, a bit of a tanty or a bit of a, a, there's an adjustment period when you set a boundary. But most people who are actually worthy of your time and energy and love will start to respect your boundary, right? But if you've been a, like, I call it a chronic no boundary person for your, you know, most of your life, it might actually take the other person in that dynamic a moment to recalibrate, yeah? So, you know, give yourself some grace, give others grace as you step into this process. This is a new learning or it's, it's a remembrance we were actually born quite capable of doing this, but it was, as I said at the start of this episode, generally conditioned out of us to uh, to not clearly set our boundaries because now because every time we did as a little person, as I said, it was violated. Um, so this is a real remembrance time. So please honor yourself in that. Please honor yourself in that. Um, it's really, really important. So if you'd like to reach out on Instagram, um, I would really love to know, like, where are you feeling your boundaries are not strong right now? And how will you take responsibility for that? What can you do to clean that up and clear that up? Love to know. Love to know. And if you dive into the shift program, there'll be an opportunity for us in the live workshop in August to get together and really discuss this and, and workshop some ways that you can express yourself to clearly articulate your boundaries. So I hope that's been food for thought for many of you. And I, as always, my mission here is to help you remember who you are and to bring back your sovereignty and to take responsibility for your life so you can build a life of joy and love and fulfillment, contentment and peace. So I really, from my heart to yours, want to offer you the opportunity to jump into the shift, the content for the shift is self-study. You get access to the videos from August 2nd onwards and you get four months access from the time of purchase so you can watch it over and over and over if you wish. It really is for those women who are ready to take radical self-responsibility for this one precious life, to stop playing in the space of not being enough because you are perfect and enough as you are, to 
move away from the constant search of what is wrong with you, what's missing from you, how you're broken, and to stop being a victim of your circumstances and thinking that everything's happening to you. And also to stop placing yourself last in your life because you've really been sold a massive, gorgeous, big lie that really has everybody spellbound right now. That's a lie. You've been misguided away from your own intuition and wisdom over and over again and potentially gaslit into believing that when your heart knows that something's wrong or incorrect for you, that, that actually, no, you are wrong <laughs> or you are crazy. And you were probably never taught how, how your beautiful brain is designed. It's designed to keep you safe, not to make your life decisions for you. So if you're ready to shift, I'm ready to meet you and hold you in the space. I believe you're ready to take radical self-responsibility for your life and what you accept and what you don't accept. And to become the creator of your reality rather than just a victim of your circumstances. And to slay all those looping behaviors, those sabotaging behaviors that just keep you on the treadmill of not good enough, not worthy enough, not lovable enough, missing something broken. It's time. It's time to reclaim your mind, to to honor and nourish your body, to embrace your birthright abundance, to show up fully and openly in your relationships to become self-reliant and sovereign. It's really brave. It's, it's the most radical thing you can do right now, especially with what's happening in our world. It's bold. It's, it's daunting. Um, and at times through the shift program, you may, you may want to like resist what I'm teaching and saying, I get that. You may want to fall back into the comfort of sabotage and excuses and looking for easy way outs. But I know you're more powerful than all of that. And I know that you crave more. So in, in those moments, even now, when you're listening to this thinking, oh my God, that sounds amazing. And I'm so wanting to do that. But then you have the doubt. I don't have enough time. And what if I don't actually commit to it? And what if nothing shifts? I, in those moments, I want to invite you to stop and to really listen to your heart and ask yourself this question. Am I resisting this concept because it's not correct for me? Am I resisting this program because it's not right, right for me? Or am I resisting it because I'm choosing to stay where I am? I'm choosing to stay here in blame, projection, victim. Am I resisting this because I know it's true and it's going to actually take some fucking work to shift and that feels hard? You can do hard. Because harder is staying where you are today. So let's do this together. Let's do this together. We have a few more days of um, pre-sale cart. I'm still actually dabbling, de deliberating on whether I change the price. It might actually just stay where it is because I want this to be in the hands, in the hearts, in the souls, in the energy of so many women right now who are feeling helpless and out of control in the world. Uh, but the content will drop on August the 2nd. So you have plenty of time to, to jump into the space. The focal concepts of the shift... Oh my gosh, there's so many cognitive dissonance and bias, sabotaging behavior, learned helplessness and disempowerment where you learned these behaviors from your family of origin, the media, social constructs, how you may be attracting struggle into your life. We're going to talk about um, human design and your unique human design weaved through it as well. 
the power of language and what you speak, you create, and you're creating your reality every time you speak. We're going to talk about mindfulness practices that bring you back to gratitude and abundance. We're going to talk about how you sabotage your body with food, how you sabotage your wealth and your money, what your relationship with money is. We're going to talk about how you can do the, your own inner work to improve your relationships. There is so much going on in this program and it's bite-sized, digestible and practical chunks. So it's, there's a lot of conceptual information and theory that I then bring down into very easy to relate to tangible, practical uh, practices for you. So there's a few different ways you can jump in the four months access to the self-study program plus one live zoom workshop with me in August is 399 Australian dollars. You can also add on a EFT clearing session with me. So that's a really powerful one hour where we literally remove some of these blocks and sabotages from your energetic body. Okay. You can add that on and that is only an extra 49 AU. So that is the shift plus clearing 449. You can also add on top of that four weeks of voice mentoring with me as well. That gives you access to me during the work week, Monday to Friday on voice message back and forward for 666. This is the most incredible value to have one-on-one -on -one mentoring with me to really work through the shit that comes up when you're working through this program. So all of that is at carliana.com forward slash shift. I encourage you to have a look at that. I only have 10, sorry, what are we down to now? Six spaces. I was going to say 10 because I'm reading the website. Um, six spaces left for the one-on-one -on -one mentoring. Um, so please jump into that if that feels good for you. There's a lot of FAQs on there. You can ask me any questions if you need more information. Um, absolutely, we can organize payment plans. Anyone who's experiencing any financial pressure right now, I get it. We're in a really, really interesting space at the moment with people losing businesses and the ability to work at the moment. So I really appreciate that. And I just, I'm going to ask you to reach out to me if you need support with that. Okay. So Carly Anna, Carly with an IE, carlyanna.com forward slash shift. Have a look at it. You can order it, buy it, jump into it at any time, but the content is dropping August 2nd. So if you feel called to it, jump in, listen to your heart and soul. And it would be an honor to hold space for you in there. Okay. As always, lovelies, I appreciate your feedback so I can respond to you and support you. Follow me on Instagram at Carliana Coach and um, subscribe, share, do all the things that you know help this energy circulate, retriculate through, through the world. And I really honor you for staying in this space and, and tapping into where you are not setting your boundaries strong and maybe reflecting on why not. I'd love to hear back from you about your thoughts on that. Okay, my loves, take care. As always, remember the world needs more of you and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.